Welcome back to the Legacy Through Motherhood podcast. This is Stephanie, your host, and today kicks off health week for us. And if you are somebody who is collectively killing it in the nutrition, workout regimen kind of thing right now, then I'm probably not talking to you during this episode, though I might be talking to a future you or a past you. And if you are, you know, doing great in some areas, for example, maybe your nutrition is great, but you know, you haven't seen a gym in a few weeks, or maybe you've been working out but are living off of half-eaten peanut butter and jellies, you know, and some coffee. Maybe you have a semi-mobile life because you just have little kids and, and you eat okay, but you really struggle with drinking more than like 10 ounces of water a day. This episode is really for my sisters who are struggling in the area of just consistent health and fitness. Do you ever wish that you were one version of yourself, but you just aren't that right now? Do you ever struggle with the guilt or shame from not being the version of you that you really know that you can be and really want to be? I'm not talking about like debilitating guilt or shame. I'm just talking about this underlying sense of just not being good enough like to yourself. And I think for most of us, there's a desire to become our best self. And while obviously I think this is a good thing, I think that the desire to be the best version of ourselves means that sometimes we can kind of manipulate the journey and attempt to be further along or appear to be further along than we really are or honestly even should be. So I grew up as an athlete in high school and college. I loved working out in both of those seasons because I just wanted to be the fastest and the strongest and the best, you know, like I was captain throughout high school. Um, Even as a freshman in college, I was a captain. And then I switched to playing um, club at University of Cincinnati and was the president of the team there. So I was just really driven by being the best player that I could be. And I got married my junior year of college. And basically in the six years that followed my graduation, I was pregnant five times and had four babies. (laughs) And during those six years, I stopped working out and I just didn't have the drive to do it. And I know, hate me, but like my metabolism and my my genetics are like pretty decent. So I really didn't feel the need to just lose weight or whatever else. So I just kind of settled into this life of never working out. I mean, I was like, I was a teacher, so I was super active, but in the fall of 2018, Once I was done having babies, we had our last baby in June of 2018. So that fall, after our fourth, I was just feeling so weak. Like I could not open, this is so cliche, but I could not open like jars or lift things without struggling. Like I would walk up my steps with a bin of laundry and be completely gassed. I feel like I had been in this haze of being a mom with an infant right? Like that's like a special kind of stage. That is a special kind of exhaustion. (laughs) And I lived there for six years. And, you know, I feel like after that six years, this haze was starting to lift. And I was genuinely confused as to why I wasn't strong anymore. You know, like I wasn't 80 years old. I was 29. And I was only six years removed from being in the best physical shape of my life. It's not like I was 80. But all of a sudden, I was like offended and frustrated by how weak I felt. And it almost became this identity thing. I'm like, Steph, you're an athlete. Like you move your body. You are strong. Like you're fast. You are, you know, all of these things. But all of a sudden, I found myself in a season where I'm like, can't even walk up the stairs, right? 
So I did what any like logical person would do. I just joined a CrossFit gym. Never in my life had done that before, but I loved everything about CrossFit. I mean, I love the variety of the workouts. I love the intensity. I loved having a coach and feeling like I was part of a team again. And I've done CrossFit for the past year and I absolutely love it. But this past December, I just started really feeling off. Like I wasn't really motivated to get to the gym. I didn't really care to go or not go. Like it was kind of whatever. And I'm, I mean, I'm talking like I struggled to even get there once a week. Okay. So I'm not like, don't hear me and be like, oh, she probably only went three. No, I like maybe would go once or twice every two weeks. That's how like unmotivated, I guess, that I was. I always had just something that would take priority over me going to the gym period. Like I would come up with something. I needed to clean my house. I was too tired. You know, I, you know, I had Bible study, which is fine, but like I just always had something like, so if I had Bible study, I could have went later that day, but I didn't. So I just always had like some reason that would trump why I should go to the gym. And then the pandemic hit, which did not help my desire at all. So I actually sat down with my coach over a Zoom call and I just started like talking through how I was feeling with this whole thing. And during the pandemic, our gym switched to this like coaching app where basically my coach can input workouts and we could communicate back and forth and I could track what I was doing and whatever. And I remember on that call, she asked like, hey, do you just want to do like a body weight curriculum instead of the typical CrossFit workouts? And I'm like, no, 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 no. (laughs) I still want to do CrossFit, you know, like I still want to do that style of class. We have the equipment here at our house. So I'm like, no, I I still want to do like our normal programming. Plus, in my head, you guys, I'm like, what? I'm better than bodyweight workouts. (laughs) Like, what? Anyway, she's like, okay, that's fine. And she just scheduled me like three days a week for the CrossFit um, programming, okay, which is roughly like 60 minutes. And after about two weeks of like barely completing those workouts, we talked and she was like, she kind of suggested those bodyweight workouts again, which are just anywhere from, I don't know, like seven minutes to 25 minute workouts. And so I'm just like, ugh, fine. Like it was a hit to my ego, but when I saw the workouts of just squats and push-ups and sit-ups and that type of stuff, like I felt like I could wrap my mind around that. And I kept up with it for a while, but I still just struggled and it was so frustrating. And she then kind of added goals for me to start tracking every single day, you know, that had absolutely nothing to do with workouts at this point. She had goals for me, daily goals of seven to eight hours of sleep to drink half of my body weight in water, to eat two vegetables a day, and this like gratitude practice of just saying, you know, what I'm thankful for that day. So I was keeping up with this tracking and with these just body weight workouts until I wasn't. Like sleep or just relaxing or launching my business or whatever started trumping my workouts again. And you guys, again, I'm like so frustrated. with myself. And then she asked if we could just do my coach. She just asked like, okay, well, what if we just dialed it back again and just did like a single movement a day? So for example, I could say, you know, 300 squats and you just have to fit that in, in your day, you know, do six different times, do 50 air squats and you're done. (laughs) That's all you had to do. And that kind of intrigued me because it was so simple. You know, it took like the thought out of it, but still you guys, I just, I don't know. I felt so deflated. Like I felt lazy or undisciplined. And if you know me, like I'm the least lazy person you're going to meet. Like I am constantly going a hundred miles an hour. 
And I also struggled, just like an internal struggle, because I really value health in general. So like, what was my deal? Like, why? Like, was it motivation? Was it just what? Like, what is it? And so I've learned a couple things over this past year, and I would really just love to share them with you. Kind of what I have figured out through my journey. Number one, you have got to respect the journey of your health and where you actually are. You guys, hear me. You cannot, Stephanie Sims, you cannot jump to level 10 if you are on level three. And here's what I mean by that. I went from not working out, I mean, not seeing an inside of a gym, you guys, for six years to CrossFit, which is arguably like one of the most intense type of workout regimens out there. And it's why I was drawn by it, right? I love the intensity and the strength training and just the all around like badassery. I don't even know if that's a word, (laughs) but you guys, I had no business Walking into a CrossFit gym when I was living off of half-eaten peanut butter and jellies and some coffee. Like, why Why was this not sustainable for me? Because the workouts were freaking exhausting to me. I joined to, like, gain more strength and more energy, and I just felt drained afterwards. And why is that? Is it because it's CrossFit? No. Like, my husband goes and feels amped all day long, but he drinks a ton of water, and he actually eats decently. But for me... I knew I didn't have the habits or the foundation in place to support four days a week of CrossFit, right? Like I could do it. Sure. Like I could physically go through the motions and I could hang during class, but I started realizing that I needed to change some things. Like I needed better nutrition. I needed to be drinking more water. I needed better sleep. But with everything happening in my life between kids and fostering and my business and my marriage and just normal things like your marriage that you have to invest in your friendships and whatever like I just chose convenience I chose convenience when it came to food I chose convenience when it came to you know whatever anything and like I said I've been an athlete forever so like I technically could show up at the gym and I can push through workouts but deep down like I knew something was not right like in my soul (laughs) So I had the conversation with my coach and it seems so obvious now that I've been able to articulate it, but it wasn't obvious to me this past year for some reason. So what happened was, was that I had a desire to be this 22 year old version of me again, and not in a weird, like reliving your glory days kind of way. I don't care about that. I just wanted to be strong again. So I jumped from level zero to level 10 physically, but stayed at a level like one, two, maybe three for my nutrition and my water intake and whatever else. So what I joined to help me was not actually helping me. (laughs) Like high intensity workouts like CrossFit raise your cortisol, which is fine because if you're fueling your body right, it can be healthy and your cortisol will come back down. But when you aren't fueling your body right, you aren't drinking water and you aren't sleeping enough, then what you end up doing is keeping your body in this state of constant high cortisol, which do y'all know like the possible symptoms of chronic high cortisol can have on your body? 
or um, effects or whatever, it can be a mix of all. I mean, there's fatigue, there's irritability, there's headaches, low libido, weight gain, anxiety, depression, like you name it. And I didn't necessarily experience all of those, but I definitely experienced a lot of it. And hear this, I was so confused. Like people say, working out gives you energy. And when you feel tired, like a workout could be the answer. Well, that is totally true. But if your body isn't prepared to handle that workout because you haven't eaten anything, you know, with any kind of nutrients in it, then your body doesn't feel safe, which triggers that cortisol to rise and it won't lower if you aren't putting your body in a position to feel safe again. And listen, I'm not a hormonal health coach, but I'm starting to understand more and more the effects of cortisol and it all started to just make sense. So with the conversations with my coach, I backed it up to the bodyweight workouts. Then again, to just that single movement of like 300 squats a day, whatever. And tracking my water, tracking my sleep, my vegetables, whatever. Like it is so not sexy, right? Like to track your water. <laughs> it is so not sexy to just track the hours that you are sleeping. I see my husband out in our gym, like doing the competition training for CrossFit, which is basically like next level CrossFit. And here I am going backwards, counting my water ounces, you know, but you guys like, it's not because that I'm lazy. It's because I didn't respect the journey that my body needed to go on to get back to that level 10 fitness, like that I just long to be on. My husband did not physically carry five babies and birth four of them in six years and then nurse them for three and a half of those years. Like he stayed in the gym for the most part. He continued to work out. Not me. Like that's not my story. I want so badly to be crushing it five days a week like he is, but that is just not, not my story right now. And hear me like that's okay because here is what my job is right now. My job is to drink 80 ounces of water a day, to eat two vegetables, and to get seven to eight hours of sleep every night. My job is to work out three days a week by just hitting a, you know, squat, push-up, sit-up, goal, number, whatever. That's it. And then once and only once I can be consistent with that, then I can add something else in, but only then. And honestly, if I can't even be consistent with that lineup, then I might have to simplify and take another step backwards again. And our gym is, you know, opening back up because the world is opening back up right now at the time of this recording. And I'm sure I will still like head back into CrossFit class and whatever. But in my mind now, like that is bonus. And I need to focus on just small daily wins when it comes to my nutrition and just moving my body. My nutrition has to support how I'm moving my body. My nutrition cannot be a 1 out of 10 and my workout be a 10 out of 10. Like that's not how it works. So, you know, I wasn't respecting the journey my body needed to go on. And I wonder, I wonder if you have ever found yourself in a similar situation. Like there is an on-ramp <laughs> to get on the highway for a reason. You need room to accelerate. You literally cannot go from eight, from zero miles an hour to 80 miles an hour without hitting first 30 miles an hour and then 50 and then 70. 
if you gun it, then your engine gets up into the red and it struggles. And sometimes it just revs your engine and you don't even accelerate, right? Like the healthiest and easiest way to get onto a highway is to accelerate a little at a time and merge once you are close to the speed that you need to enter. If you hop on the highway at 30 miles an hour, y'all, it's going to be super stressful. (laughs) This is why you don't put a 15 and a half year old on the highway the day they get their temps. They're just not ready for that. And just because we wish we were further along in our journey doesn't mean we get to just pretend like or act like that's where we actually are. This is for sure one of the more humbling lessons that I have had to learn. Which leads me to the second thing that I've learned, and it's this. Just because you were once, I don't know, fill in the blank, does not mean you are that right now. In my head, I was still strong. Like in my head, (laughs) I could still do pull-ups. I don't know how many times, you guys, that I walked into the gym and I would see someone do a pull-up and with all the confidence in the world, walk right up to that pull-up bar, jump up and barely be able to lift myself (laughs) like two inches off the ground, right? Like in my head, I could power clean 100 pounds. In my head, I was still as in as good a shape as I was my senior year of college. But in reality, that's not who or what my body was anymore. Like it had birthed for babies. It had taken a break. And that's okay. You know, and the problem is, is that I wanted to just ignore the fact that I hadn't moved my body in six years and expected it just to perform like business as usual. And you guys, that's not fair right? Like how many times do we do this to ourselves on just so many different levels? We want to be a mom that doesn't yell. So we try hard to not yell, but we don't ever really work on the root of why we yell. Like, did we grow up in a household that yelled? Did we like, why? We want to be good with money. So we try to, you know, save or whatever, but we never do the inner work of like why it is hard for us to handle money. We want to have a great marriage, but we don't face some of the hard conversations needed in order for a marriage to be truly great. I mean, you name it. Like we want the outcome without the long, unsexy process of it. Like we want the results without the refining. We want the benefits without the discipline. And that's just not how it works. You can fake it for a little while, but you will have to face it at some point. Because a facade, you guys, is only a facade. And if it's not built on a solid foundation, it's only a matter of time before it literally all just comes crumbling down. You know, I remember Justin being asked to play in a men's softball league a couple years back, and it was basically like a bunch of 30-something-year-old men. And we got there, and (laughs) all the wives were like sitting in lawn chairs, and I don't know, there had to have been like 40 little kids there. Anyways, we got there kind of right when the game was about to start and Justin, it was his turn to hit. So he walked up and he played, uh, just FYI, he played uh, baseball in high school and stuff, right? So he walked up to bat and swung and hit the ball. Well, he took off running to first base like he was, I don't know, freaking like Ken Griffey Jr. Like (laughs) he got to base and I can tell something was wrong. Like the kid literally pulled a freaking hamstring. One of the next plays, there was a a ball was hit and the center fielder, another dude, like grabbed the ball and tried to chuck it all the way home and he threw his shoulder out. (laughs) 
mean, there was like five injuries in the first 15 minutes of that game. Like we were all the moms were just laughing so daggone hard because all these 30 something year old dads that are probably, you know, probably were amazing in high school and in college came out to the field ready to like relive their glory days. And now they were all just sitting here in like wraps in the ice packs because they <laughs> they're just, you know, they're just not that same person right now. But the same thing for me, like I haven't injured myself, but I can't expect to be immediately back into my 22 year old self who was in the best shape of her life pre-kids. Like, can I still be strong at 31 and regain my strength? Of course, just not in a single day and also not with skipping nutrition, like they're two sides, same coin. And back then you know, in college, y'all, I could live on powdered donuts and Mountain Dew all day long, and I still had more energy than I knew what to do with. But that is not my reality right now. I have four kids, right? Sometimes more, and with fostering, and I just have a lot more responsibility than I did then. So instead of going balls to the wall with CrossFit on day one, I really need to just back it on up and focus on the small daily things to support what I want. So that I can come back as the strongest version of myself. You know, I will never be what I was at 22 because my life just looks so much different now. It doesn't mean that I can't be just as strong or even stronger. It just means like powdered donuts, Mountain Dew is not just not going to cut it now. <laughs> so I have a journey. We all have a journey, you know, that I need to go on, which means for me right now, going backwards and kind of like calling myself out in areas that I've cut corners for. Job 8.7 says, your beginnings will seem humble, so prosperous your future will be. So my job right now, even though it is very humbling <laughs> to have to like go all the way back, my journey means acknowledging where I am in my health at right this very moment, not who I used to be and not who I strive to be. I need to live in the moment and learn what my body needs today in May of 2020. June may be different, but it is not June yet. And this has been humbling, to say the least. I mean, y'all, I'm a three on the Enneagram. So that's like the achiever if you follow it. So this has been hard, but it's also so freeing. Like I kind of feel like I hit the square on shoots and ladders where the kid like breaks the piggy bank on square 87 and slides all the way back down to the bottom. So I'm just learning you guys to trust the process and I'm learning to enjoy the process. I'm aware of my blind spots in my health now and where I'm weak at and not just physically, I mean like mentally or even just in my nutrition or whatever else. So now I'm able to slow down and focus on what is truly needed as I just move forward on my own health journey. And I am so thankful for a coach who sees me and who challenges me, but sometimes that challenge does not look like pushing me harder. Sometimes that challenge looks like asking me to step back. Sometimes that challenge looks like telling me to do something small, but to do it consistently. I have a really hard time accepting that going backwards is what I need to do, but I am thankful to have a coach that can just help me discern that. 
Like, you guys, there is a difference between making an excuse for something and giving yourself grace when you need it. I felt like I was making excuses for myself when I wasn't completing these workouts, which caused me to feel shame. And even though I knew deep down, like I was not lazy, it's still, I was still super, super hard on myself. But what I really needed was grace for myself and to give myself permission to step backwards and to start, you know, just building a better foundation. I'm thankful for my coach and my friend who lovingly grabbed my hand and helped me down off this physical pedestal that I had put myself on and just gave me the grace to slow down and rebuild before I could even do that myself. So I want to invite you, wherever you are, and whatever journey you are on, you know, maybe health, marriage, your mindset, your finances, or your faith, would you consider being completely honest with yourself? Is there an area in your life where you have maybe jumped further down the journey, you know, than, than you really should be? Is there an area in your life where you are, um, I don't, I don't want to say pretending because that's not the right word. Like, I didn't feel like I was pretending. <laughs> I wasn't trying to like keep up some kind of fake front. Like I genuinely felt like I was doing what I needed to do um, in order to get where I wanted to go. In hindsight, I guess it kind of was pretending might be the right word. But in the moment, it was more like um, projecting, maybe. Like I was showing up as who I wanted to be. And that might be great advice for some things and in certain seasons, you know, there's definitely some psychology and understanding how someone who is healthy would approach nutrition and then do what they do. Or understanding and knowing someone who is super smart and great with handling money and attempt to handle money like they would. Like there is some strong evidence behind that mindset. And you hear this uh notion or whatever a lot in the business world and they'll say you know find somebody you really look up to and that you respect and is doing business or whatever with integrity and when you are preparing for a training or you know a lesson or teaching or whatever think about how she would prepare for that training or teaching or whatever right like if you're gonna compete in a CrossFit competition think about somebody who would really train well for this like what would they do and then try to do that. So this mindset can be super powerful, but you can't just show up as that person, but then not do the underlying work. Like it's almost insulting, I feel like, to the people who spent years getting to the point where you're, you and me, right, are, or whoever, are trying to get to overnight, like people romanticize this overnight success, but in reality, when you hear the person who had a seemingly overnight success, when you hear their story, typically it's like, no, I have been consistent day in and day out for 15 years before all of a sudden I like, you know, boomed. And usually, you guys, it's the people that have that solid foundation of good, consistent habits for 15 years. And then they had their quote unquote overnight success that can handle the explosion of whatever that success called for, a bigger platform, a bigger, you know, audience, a bigger whatever. But it's the people 
who maybe literally blew up randomly overnight because, I don't know, something went viral or whatever, internet these days, that really struggle to handle all of that attention or struggle with that platform they've been given because really they have no business having the platform they've been given because they haven't trained for it. They don't have good habits set in place. It's overwhelming. So Luke 16.10 says, Whoever can be trusted with the very little can also be trusted with much, and whoever is dishonest with the very little will also be dishonest with much. So small, consistent things we do daily may not seem super sexy. It may seem small. It may seem insignificant. But it has been proven time and time again that the big things are just the compound effect of the small things we choose to do daily. So I invite you to just continue those small daily wins that you are doing right now. And if you don't have them, I would invite you to make some. Make something attainable for you to do each day. I invite you to, you know, if it's needed, back it on down the mountain of the shoots and ladders board game, just like I had to do. And, you know, possibly if it's called for, leave the exciting big thing, you know, you're doing, but are like underneath the water struggling with, you know what I mean? So that you can come back down to the unexciting (laughs) consistency of just building a firm foundation in whatever area you are working on. And I also invite you to extend yourself some grace and not shame or guilt yourself when you are just trying to do the best that you can do. Like there is a place to push yourself and there is a place to give yourself grace. And it's not always easy, you guys, to discern this for ourselves. Why? Well, either you're going to be super hard on yourself and never give yourself grace, or you are going to give yourself a lot of grace when really you should be pushing yourself. Do you know what I mean? And so since it's not always easy to discern ourselves, I wonder if you would consider asking the people you trust and the people who love you to be honest and tell you where your blind spots are. Because it is so incredibly freeing once you know them. Now, in order to do this, number one, you can't see your own blind spots because they're a blind spot. (laughs) So in order to be able to, you're never going to be able to see your own blind spot, but in order to be able to hear about it, you have to be willing to let someone in, to be vulnerable, like true, truly vulnerable, okay? Brene Brown kind of like vulnerable. And then you also have to be able to put your ego down so that you can hear this, right? That's the only way that we can get better. And like I said, once that kind of stuff is revealed, you guys, it is so incredibly freeing. Join me next week as we have a conversation on marriage. The episode is called Finding Your Way Back to Grace, and we're going to be talking about how to get back on solid ground, so to speak, after an argument or a disagreement or maybe just like an ongoing underlying issue. I think it's really easy to just villainize our spouse, and if we're not careful, that can kind of linger in our minds and hearts way after the literal argument comes to an end. 
And I am really excited to have this conversation with you guys and just to continue to help you find your grit while completely covering you in grace.